Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back this week with one of my absolute favorite people in the whole world, one of my favorite guests, probably the guest who holds the record for being on the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast more than anyone else, besides Abinella, of course. And I am so thrilled to have her back with me. This is Rachel Carmen, and we are talking about a topic this week that I think so many of us have dealt with or are dealing with, and we're gonna talk about depression and homeschooling and and what that can look like together and hopefully just bring some hope to you through God's word because that's where we find our hope. Um, And so I'm I'm excited about this conversation um, only because I think it will bring some hope to you. This has been on my heart for a long time. And so um, I'm glad that you're here joining us. But before we get into our conversation, I wanna say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. If you guys need help managing your homeschool on a day-to-day basis, BJU Press has a homeschool hub that can dramatically simplify things for you. You'll be able to see your child's workload, document grades, modify schedules, and more. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub is the resource you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the hub can change your homeschooling. Rachel, thank you for being back with me um, this week. For those maybe who are new to the podcast, I know since Homegrown Generation, um, which many of you are listening now because of Homegrown Generation, um, that was your introduction to the Schoolhouse Rock to Ministry. And hopefully you got to see Rachel um, and and participate in her uh, workshop that she did through the Homegrown Generation Family Expo, which by the way, it is not too late for you to sign up for that conference. It is still going and, and you can go and watch all of the sessions. Um, you just missed that live part of it, but that's okay. I mean, more people are watching it after the fact because then you can watch it at your own leisure and it's amazing. So if you missed it, go to homegrowngeneration.com and you can still sign up for that conference. Rachel was one of our speakers, of course, but if you missed her there or you haven't heard her on the podcast, Rachel, introduce yourself and your family to us really quickly. Okay. Yeah. We got into homeschooling after making fun of homeschoolers. So we have seven children. (laughs) I know, right? That's the mini version. Um, We've launched all seven. We've graduated seven homeschoolers and now I have six grandchildren. Love that. That's a lot of grandkids to have at your age because you're still super young. You're only in your thirties. So (sighs) I I love you a bit. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, as I said, um, we were talking this week about a topic that I think is um, a difficult topic to talk about sometimes, mm-hmm. but I think one that needs to be addressed. And where the Lord really put this on my heart is that I go on Facebook and mm-hmm. I often see moms post on there about how they're dealing with depression or anxiety and things like that. And it makes it really difficult for them to homeschool. And what I see m- most often is these moms saying, I need to put my kids back in school. I can't yeah. do this. I'm yeah. so overwhelmed. I'm so depressed. I'm just at the the lowest I've ever been. I'm at the end of myself. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm seeing these moms struggle through this. And mm-hmm. let me just kind of, let me say before we get into this, I'm not an expert in depression. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist. I'm none of those things. I'm just a mom um, yeah. who has been through a very, very short um stint of depression. Um, it, it was actually, oh, how many years ago is this? My, my Lacey, my youngest, she's 12 and a half. And so this was about 13, a little over 13 years ago. And it was during a pregnancy that I had, not my pregnancy with her, but that actually the one right before her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, um, I was pregnant three times within a nine month period of time. Wow. And my pregnancy right before Lacey ended in miscarriage, of course, or else I wouldn't have Lacey. 
But during that time, well, let me back up a little bit. Before that, for my whole life, um, I was in my 30s when I when I was um, pregnant during that time. So for 30 some odd years, 33, 34 years, I would meet people who were dealing with depression. And, and I always thought, you just need to trust the Lord. You need to mm-hmm. just get over it. It's okay. Right. Like life is not that hard. And I have always been a very optimistic person. Um, I'm a fairly cheerful, cheerful person most of the time. And so I would look at these people and I would just think, just get over it. It, Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand why you are dwelling on this depression. Well, then I um, went through this pregnancy and my hormones were so unbelievably out of whack. Mm -hmm. Um, I I can't even explain it, um, except that all I could do was lay on the couch for about four weeks and do nothing. Brooklyn was about four years old at the time. And just for me to get up and make her a bowl of cereal, basically all she ate was cereal. Um, for yeah. those that time, unless Garrett was home, he was working, of course, outside of the home at that time. And so he wasn't even home to take care of us. And so it was everything in me to just get up and pour her a bowl of cereal. Mm-hmm. And we basically sat and watched videos. We didn't have cable at the time. I mean, we still don't, but we didn't have re- real TV to watch. And so we would just pop on v- videos, VeggieTales, yeah. Gigi. I mean, whatever it was that we had, I had DVDs and I would just play them over and over and over again. And the poor girl literally sat and watched TV all the time, all day until Garrett got home and he would come home and he would have to do the dishes and the laundry and the house cleaning and take care of Brooklyn. And I could not get myself up off the couch. It was awful. Yeah. And I didn't know what was happening to my body. I was like, it's just the pregnancy. I was sick. I felt like I wanted to throw up all the time. I felt like I wanted to cry all the time. And I had never in my life been through anything like this. And it was the darkest, most Mm -hmm. horrible thing I've ever experienced. And what was interesting about that was as soon as I miscarried that baby, it all went away. I mean, like it was like my body cleaned out and everything, every every bit of that went away. And I realized, and and not that I'm thankful that I went through that, but I realized during that time that depression is real. There was nothing I could do to make it go away. Yeah. And so in a weird way, I'm really thankful that the Lord allowed me to go through that difficult time because I really understand better now when people go through difficult times like that and and anxiety is real, depression is real. It's not made up. And so um, I just, I want to bring hope to these moms who are dealing with this. And, um, you know, as, as I think about this, the, the one thing I think that I keep coming back to is remembering what is true and depression is a liar. It lies to us. And so I was thinking about Philippians 4, 8 this morning and, and Philippians 4, 8 goes like this. It says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And so in the beginning, that verse tells us whatever is true, think about this. And so we have to remember what is true. And we'll, we'll talk through some of these things, but um, Rachel, I want to turn it over to you and have you talk a little bit about what the Lord has, um, you know, shown you through your years of, of being a mom, being a wife, um, being a woman and what he's taught you through this time as well. Yeah. So I had a grandmother, my favorite grandparent, Nana Burt. So if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you may have heard me talk about my beloved Nana Burt. And I loved her 
we were very close and I loved her. She was a gardener. And yet in her latter years, she dealt with a very serious seasonal depression. And I remember thinking to myself, kind of like what you were describing, you have so much to be happy about. Your garden's beautiful. Why are you so sad? And trying to get my brain around what that was and learning more about the realities of seasonal depression, she really needed the sunshine. And Mm. I think I had, I think I had, it makes it sound like I'm not sure. It was pretty brief. a stint of postpartum depression after my first son was born, just the wave of overwhelm. I was far from home. I did not, my mom was not close by. I didn't have a lot of friends. We'd only been in this community for a short amount of time. It was winter and there was no sunlight. And I was in a very, I was in a place that had a lot of gray and it was very cold and I'm a sunshine loving, heat loving girl And Davis would come home and I would just have cried all day and just hand the baby off to him and just go upstairs and cry some more. Right. Mm -hmm. It did lift. And I, I really, it was just amount of survival. There were some other girls on the street that helped me get through that. I think my most challenging thing though, hasn't been depression, but it's related. And that is I had a thyroid crash. I think it's been about, Mm. 15 years ago, uh, an adrenal crash is what it used to be referred to as. I think they're calling it something different now, and I apologize for not knowing what the new lingo is. But I had always, I'm a driven personality, that won't shock you. And I've (laughs) always been someone who is just always driving, always working. You know, I used to resent rest, thinking that rest was my enemy and just always going 150 miles an hour. And it was just my normal, right? And other people would go, I just don't know how you do it all. I'm like, I don't know why you don't know more. Um, And just kind of, it was, I'm not saying that was a good thing. It was a really bad thing. And you can't do that forever. That's part of what I learned. And I crashed and it was pretty hideous. And it was so bad that I was having a panic attack on my front porch and I could Mm. not breathe. And all of my kids were in the house And the only I was afraid to sit down, which is maybe a really weird thing to say, but I was afraid to sit down because I was afraid that if I sat down and this is this is not true, but in my head, because you're saying depression's a liar. Anxiety is, too. And I was like, Mm -hmm. if I sat down, I was going to die. I had to keep moving. Mm. And so I was literally walking around my porch. And the only thing I could think to do was to go through the hymns. In my head, just mm. to hold on. You said, hold on. I had to hold on to something that I knew was true. And my daughter came out and yeah. her eyes were really big. And she was like, I could tell she was like, I don't know how to help you. I don't know what's going on with you. And I had a friend that I knew. I said, I need you to call her and I need her to come. And mm. that was my moment when my friend came. And so that was when I first realized to my chagrin And again, I'm like you, I'm very, very grateful to have walked through that. I mean, it was a a long time recovery, but I didn't think I would ever leave my house again, but I wouldn't trade having that experience either. Yeah. Because before that, I would have been just sort of a buck up kind of a girl, like get it together, you know, but that experience taught me how real this is and how terrifying it is and how incapacitating it is. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm here also to say, me too. How do yeah. we help each other? Yeah, good stuff. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. 
Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Rachel. Uh, Rachel, you mentioned that that the first time you started to feel really low was during uh right after the birth of your first son mm-hmm. um, and that it was a postpartum thing. And I think there are, there are so many things that can lead to yeah. depression postpartum for sure. And especially in these years where, you know, homeschool moms are having babies and they're trying to deal with other children at the same time. And you're trying to juggle all the things. And so you, you take those postpartum hormones and you put all the other pressures of life and motherhood and homeschooling on top of them. And it just gets to the point where you feel like you can't move, like what you said, you can't do anything. You can't take another step forward. You know, another time in life would be menopause, which I call mental pause, (laughs) Um, but menopause, you know, there it's homeschool moms. It's funny because we're on both ends of the spectrum. You've got Mm -hmm. those who are having the babies and they deal with the postpartum. And then you've got those who are, you know, maybe going into their fifties and they've got older kids Mm -hmm. and they might be dealing with uh, menopause and, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even have to be one of those things. It can just simply be thyroid or your home hormones, which of course is thyroid too. You know, your horm- hormones are just out of whack, or maybe you're just going through a really, really difficult time right. in your life. You could be going through the death of a family member or through a divorce or through a financial difficulty. I mean, right. there's so many things that can lead us to feeling this way. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the, the, pieces of scripture that has been hugely, hugely um, instrumental in my life. And this has been over the past many, many years is Psalm 20. And I'm going to read part of this. And I think I've probably read this on the podcast a few times, but I think it's so relevant to this. And it's uh, Psalm 20 says this, it says, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your salvation and in the name of God set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand upright. Oh Lord, save the King. May he answer us when we call. And I think this is so relevant to what we're dealing with because we really need to call on the Lord. And I don't say that flippantly. I don't say that like, well, just call on the Lord, just, just pray and everything will be fine and dandy. There will be no struggles in your life. 
how have you, and, and Rachel, I love that you talked about um, calling out to your friend. You had your daughter call your friend who came alongside you and really helped you navigate through this difficult time. Um, talk on that just a little bit more about what, what some things, and I've got some points as well that I want to share, but what are some things that we can do besides just saying to these moms, just trust the Lord, just trust the Lord. It's fine. All you got to do is just trust the Lord. I mean, there's so much more to it than that. And yes, that's the basis of it. Mm -hmm. But what are some other things that we can do truly to help navigate through this really difficult time? Yeah. I, I think one before, if like, so if you're not there, know that you could be right. I think that that is huge. Yes. This yeah. Anxiety and depression are equal opportunity <laughs> um, hijackers yeah. of your life. I mean, I felt broadsided. I did not see it coming at all. And I think most mm-hmm. of us that find ourselves in a state of depression, whether it's all the way at clinical level, meaning it is incapacitating yeah. you from functioning normally, um, all or if it's anxiety, it, it can hit any of us. So I just think the humility to realize that it could be you is a really good thing. And being aware of what the markers are so that you can know. And that's not just for you. It's for someone you love, right? Yeah. You can see a friend because we're all called to community and you can see somebody else kind of like going down a path so that you can identify it and be there for them. So I think that's a huge thing is to have the humility to know that it could be you and to know what the markers are. Um, And I do believe, I believe that I'm not saying, and there are those that would say that what you said earlier, which I really think is short-sighted. And if you know me at all, you know how much I love Jesus and you know how much I love his word and you know how much I love the hymns. But I also am smart enough to know that there are physiological and chemical issues in our bodies Mm -hmm. that need attention. So I do believe that you need to immerse yourself in the truth of God and his word and in scripture and in hymns. I mean, you need to do that because that is the truth. Um, And I am very grateful for my friends. I had one friend that wrote a bunch of my favorite verses on um, three by five cards. And she just put them in the mail to me. And she said, I just want to hang. I want I since I can't come and see you. Can just hang these on the walls that you see every day. And I'm just going to pray. I've got the same set of cards. It still is so touching to me that she did this. I've got the same set of cards and I'm going to pray through them every day that God's spirit meets you when you face these scriptures. That's a little thing that was huge because when I would see those cards hung up in my house, I would think of my friend and that she was praying for me because sometimes you can be in a place you can't even pray for you. I mean, you can be so down or so distressed that you can't even pray for yourself. But to know that someone else is praying for you is huge. Um, So I think being honest about it, honest that it could be you, honest that it is you, and then honest with other people. I think that's huge. Having some people that you can call and know who you can call and know who you should not call. I mean, it's, right. that's a double-sided sto- sure. sword, right? You need to know both. Well, I want to continue talking about what some of those markers are that we can look for and then just bring some more encouragement and, and some specific steps that moms can take to help get through this. I won't even say yeah. overcome it because sometimes right. it's not possible to just get over it, but help 
walk through this. So, um, Rachel, thank you for joining me. We will be back on Wednesday to talk more about this. Um, you guys, if you are not familiar with our other podcast, did you know we have two? We have the Schoolhouse Rock podcast, which airs Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, of course, because you're listening to it. But we also have another podcast. It's called the Homeschool Insights Podcast. And that one we air five days a week. And it is just little power clips of homeschool encouragement in 10 minutes or less. Most of them are between like six to 10 minutes. And it it's taking the best of all of our podcast episodes from the past five years um, and just putting them into kind of these blasts of encouragement that you can get every morning, you know, or whenever you want to listen to them um, for just a few minutes that will uh, just, again, point you back to Jesus because that's what we do. So if you've not checked it out, check it out at Homeschool Insights, wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can, you can check out that one as well. It's also on YouTube. So you can subscribe to the Homeschool Insights YouTube channel, as well as the Schoolhouse Rock YouTube channel. And you can watch all of these um, instead of just listening to them. And so you can see Rachel's beautiful face as we're sitting here talking with each other as well. So thank you for being with us. We'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.